Hey you, you should subscribe. $1.99 a month, you get access to the After Hours show and so much more. Let's get this party started. This is the Block Party of Minecraft Podcast, episode 105. We're your hosts, Bearded Sloth. And Little C. Okay, who stole my doors? It was BS. Today's show includes owning a Minecraft server, the past week in Minecraft, your listener questions, and of course, Holy Bookworm's joke of the week. We are recording this episode live with listener participation via Discord chat. Visit theblockpartymc.com for the ultimate Block Party experience. Explore our free add-on packs, join our amazing Discord community, and find our fun-filled YouTube channel. Help support what we do and unlock exclusive perks like the After Hours Show and access to all of our past episodes by becoming an official subscriber. Do it. Do it now. You got to become a subscriber. You got to do it. You're missing out. So I think our next After Hours, by the way, because I think part of the problem is you guys don't know what you're missing. We might give you a free one. No, we give them half of a free one. Oh, uh, just just take out part of it. And right as it starts getting good, cut. I that I, might be the way to go. And then you gotta no, I'm not gonna do that. That to would them. be mean. That would be mean. So I think we look for that. We might have a free one coming up. I know you guys are enjoying the noob corner, the bonus content there. I guarantee you guys would enjoy getting to know us in the after hours show. And getting to know a few of our other guests we've had in the past, too. All right, let's get in on our topic this week. We did ask you, the listeners, our questions, kind of, to get you started on Discord. But it didn't go so well. But kind of get you in the idea of what we're talking about. Have you ever taken the leap into the world of server ownership? Whether you run a private realm for friends or a bustling public server, we want to hear about your experiences, challenges, and triumph. Share your insights, stories, and tips on what it's like to manage and curate a Minecraft server. Have you customized plugins, organized events, or built stunning landscapes? Let's explore the realm of server ownership together. Can't talk today, little C. It's Saturday morning. We're still waking up. You just can't talk anyways no that might be part of it or is that me i don't know so you know i spent all this time kind of getting you guys ready for our topic we didn't get a single comment that's because nobody cares about server ownership i guess not i guess i'm the only one i i don't know i know we have some server owners out there listening but i guess we gotta get into our thoughts and we're just gonna talk about the topic kind of old school here how we used to do it on our past episodes So I have to say, I've learned a lot about owning a Minecraft server since we started Jericho SMP. There's a lot of things I never thought about with it. I remember actually only having a couple people on Jericho, on PlayStation. It was just a PlayStation World, wasn't even a server. And Little C, I think you were probably like 11 or 12 age, something like that. When we had that, so we had a lot of kids, yeah, you know, playing, and we even started having some issues with like theft. I remember the one guy, and he stole something. We literally placed a trap. We put something, a diamond in an item frame, like behind your little shop or something, and somebody stole it, and we knew exactly who it was. Do you I- remember this at all? I'm pretty sure he stole it on purpose because he knew it was a trap. Yeah, I think so, too. 
So anyways, then we had to do some discipline and put him in jail or something. You know, it was kind of fun. But really, the start for us was season two of owning a server because we literally put it on a server host at that time. Now, I had no idea the chaos I was getting myself into. It, it's really, it was crazy. I put a lot of time in that season, especially just figuring out the ins and outs of kind of adminning the server, right? Adminning people and things like that. Basically, all we did, we started it up. You and I were just amazed that we were able to get it working with the phone app for our PlayStation because that's all we really had at the time to play. We got it working. And I remember being so excited that we're gonna do this. I think we started, we didn't use Bedrock dedicated server. We used like whatever the other one is, one of the modded Bedrock ones and animals weren't spawning and stuff. So we had to figure all that stuff out. Recruiting is a big part of a server because you want people to play. Nobody knew about this at the time. So I went on Facebook groups, a lot of Facebook groups, and we got all kinds of random people coming in. I remember having to stop at truck stops because I'd get a message, hey, I want in or whatever, and I'd have to stop, give them, or just give them the info and get them going, give them basic rules, and I just let them be. I We trusted first. We just let basically anybody in. Do you remember dealing with any of this or me talking about any of this, Little C? Not really. I don't really okay. know. I mean, I remember playing on season two, and I remember it being the best season we ever had. But that's about it. Right. But when we first started, I had no idea what we were doing. And especially... I think that's why the season ended up being so well is because we didn't have that many rules. We didn't have that many things. Right. And it was kind of just fun. Well, yeah. And it was also COVID, you know, the big C, right? The whole pandemic was going on. So a lot of people were home and playing. That's part of it, too. Um, so there was a lot of that. Had a bunch of people come in and only started with a couple, though. And at yeah, least but those one people of those, played twenty four seven, right? And they did. I was, I was not expecting people to play as much as they did. Like I'd park for the night and jump on, and they've literally been playing all day. And I'm like, oh, because we came from season one, which I had to be on for anybody to play. Yeah. So nobody got way far ahead or anything like this. And here they already made a big empire basically so you have to remember that is owning the server too that you're gonna have players that are gonna have more time than you i am a homeschooled child with no life they do not have more time than me they just don't have a mom who tells them how much time they can have oh that that's gotta be it but yeah and now our policy has really always been that though we trust first until you tell us otherwise Right. Give us a reason to think otherwise. Minecraft servers. Yes. Real life. No. Trust no one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, real life's a little different, I suppose. But I'm kind of that way. You too. don't respawn in real life. It kind of sucks. Oh, yeah, I know. Now, we did have some drama that season. Do you remember this? I remember one was, incident. I feel it was like a big the drama deal. ended up being more fun after the first like day or two of the people arguing because they lived next to each other. And they were just mad because they based next to each other. But then they ended up just like having fun with it and seeing who could build the bigger but castle. But at wall. the time, they were really, you didn't get all the behind the scenes stuff. And they were really going at it at each other. 
They were. It was hilarious. And both were great players in their own sense, right? They were totally different type of players, though. And they just happened to build next to each other, and they were all mad about uh, who it owned was so, what. And so funny. I remember taking my character and flying over there and standing in the middle of their characters, and these are two grown men arguing over this land in Minecraft. In a Minecraft block game for children. It's, exactly. <laughs> now, it was funny, right? I But I had to deal with that stuff so as the owner, right? that is bad. I see that is good for the SMP. That was probably a good thing overall for the SMP that they argued over the land because then they both had motivation to try to make their bases better than the other person. Just be like, haha, I'm better well, than there you. There is part of that. So but then the whole season, but they were the doing real that. problem wasn't between those two. I could have let them blow up each other. I wouldn't have cared at all. Right. It's the other people on the SMP that had to deal with the drama going back and forth in the chat. That didn't appreciate it, right? You had people that literally only have an hour to play. They have a lot invested in our season, right? And they don't want that destroyed somehow or lost or anything like that. So you have to think about all the people involved because they want a nice calm. They're just playing to be their calm. They don't want to deal with real life drama. They don't want to deal with that kind of stuff. It's not real life drama. It's Minecraft drama. It's different. But anyways, you want to get away from the drum. And so you had to think of that, too, as a server owner. And all these things played into it. Uh, we did have a griefer at some point. You remember that one on that season? Yeah, I remember that. It was someone's account got, like, taken right. by a family member or something. And yep. then they, like, they blew up everything. Got... But we had to go back, right? Had to go back. We had to figure out what was going on. And some of that is discerning who's telling the truth, who is fake, who's false. I was really good at that, by the way. When people would steal something, I would figure it out. I, I'm kind of a detective when it comes to that stuff. You're a Minecraft Karen. Yeah, a little bit. Now, we did talk about that griefer on one of our early episodes, by the way. So if you're a subscriber, you can go back and listen to that. It was, We were really mad at that. That we had the griever. But at the same time, it's nice because I have a backup. So it wasn't that big of a deal. And looking back, it wasn't a big deal at all. Looking back, it was kind of funny. Yeah. That someone like would just do that. But yeah. And then I trolled that person pretty hard. It was a teenager, you know, and I ended up DMing him. Anyways, the whole story is in the early episode. Become a subscriber. You can listen to that. I think another thing to remember as being a server owner is you're going to have people drop off. It happened in season two. I remember people stopped playing there. I was recruiting a lot more during that season throughout the season. So we it seemed like it was busy because we always had a constant rotation of new people coming in. And I don't do that as well. But you have to know that you have that drop off. Most of the time, people want to play on a brand new world. They get super excited for it for about three weeks, I'd say three to four weeks. And that's about the max. Be okay with it not being busy all the time, right? And unless you do SMPs like, let's say, a content creator SMP like the big Twitch SMP, where they have a new season every two or three months, so everyone's staying active for three months playing on it, and then they just restart it once everyone stops right. being active, because it's for Twitch streamers, it's made for content, right. so you have to have people playing yeah, for it to be exactly. good. Yeah, exactly. I kind of, you know, and one way to get people, by the way, to keep the activity up is 
having contests, having events, having interaction, right? Get to know each other. I think that's something we had on season two. A lot of people came in groups, so they knew each other. And then a lot of people made friendships there. And it was before dictator Bearded Sloth came into the realm of, oh, you can't build this close to shops. So I think that helped a lot with season two is shops and bases were in this very close area. And a lot of people were all close together. And that made it more fun. Because it's more fun when you are close to people because you can just walk out of your base and be like, oh, look, hi, person. Yeah, that might be part of it, I suppose. I mean, we we went back and forth on deciding that, you know, how we were going to set that up. It did seem like people built relationships on season two more than season three or four. Season three was okay. I think it was the new generation that kind of messed us up and where we started wasn't. It was fun it was for hilarious. what it was. Yeah, because it was on top of a mountain, but wasn't good for building and things like that. I think this season's actually doing well. We've just had the drop-off in participation, if that makes sense. It's all right. I don't know. Every I just think because we've played since season one, because we made it, but season two was so good. Anyone who played season two is like, oh, and this I, sucks. I, honestly, a lot of the people that played, though, they went back to work. It right yep. it because of the pandemic and stuff. So that that you have to keep that in mind too. It's not just because that was a better season. It was good. There were some amazing people there. There's amazing people on this season. I mean, our mall is um, awesome in this season. Our shopping district looks amazing. I love it. And the big sign, the Jericho season four sign, it's really cool. It's like Hollywood or whatever. But I kind of treat Jericho. Wait. Maybe that's what's happening in Jericho. It's a player strike. Because if we have a Hollywood-like sign, there we go. That makes sense. So I kind of treat a server in general, but for us, Jericho, as my single-player world and other people just kind of show up. That's how I look at it. Because if I was constantly worried about, oh, people aren't playing or people are playing, I'd be miserable because it goes back and forth, right? It goes in waves, kind of. It is tons of fun uh when we do have a lot of members on i think we've hit like 15 at a time i think we've hit you know a few times on yeah, right. older seasons when yep. we did like a big event yeah well yeah when we have events and stuff it's cool but i have my own goals and i expect other people if you're playing on the server to kind of have that same thing do you have to make the game what you want it to be that's how these open games are i, you I have stopped. to decide I, uh, the main reason I haven't been playing Jericho besides like for like events and stuff is because I just can't, I've started into Java modding and I just cannot leave some of the like very slight vanilla mods that I use. Yeah. And the, the mod thing, no, like client side I, mods, I don't right like mods on server. If we could figure out if bedrock had proximity chat, you know, like the Java ones, that right. would be cool, but there's not really client side mods like java which is there's a few but it's just not as good well i've started helping some other server owners out like getting our packs on or just checking them out and they wanted different packs put on i've helped them do that and some of those are modded and now these are bedrock servers right so you're somewhat limited on the the available add-ons out there however they all have different goals in mind Some love the community where they're all doing builds together, like everything's built together. 
Some like to be separate. Some have it completely modded. I've talked about it a little bit where they've added different biomes and different animals and creatures and mobs and all this. Now, I like keeping it mostly vanilla. You have some quality of life things changed in our donut pack just for fun. Yeah, that's all the mods that I play with on Java is quality of life. Right. And so you have that. But everybody has their own style. Some are complete anarchy. Some have uh, role-playing things. Like, I know there's a Harry Potter server out there where they've built Hogwarts and all that on it, which is cool if that's what you're into. That's the thing. As the server owner, you need to decide what you're going to do because everybody coming in has a different opinion. We kind of had that over the years, too. Some people want to take it in this direction or take it in that direction. And it's not necessarily the goal of the server. So almost have a mission statement, kind of like a company does. Have your goal in mind when you set up your server and stick with it. Ours has been vanilla gameplay. And then we've adapted over the years to kind of keep it fresh or a little different, tweak it, I guess. But that's it. We're, we're still holding to our base value of mostly vanilla. It's vanilla gameplay, even with the mods we have, like the donuts, that's still right, vanilla exactly. gameplay. Exactly. But it's important to know what you want, right, as the server owner. And you, as the owner, have to direct that with the players. Because you might have a player that completely wants to go all role play completely and nobody else has any idea what they're doing because that's not the heart of the server. Now, as far as realms go, that's another quick way to have a server. And I think a lot of people do that. I haven't messed with them too much myself. I would say go get yourself a server host like Apex or Bisect. Both are fine for their own reasons. Realms suck, but they're good if you just, like, have a few IRL friends that want to play together that don't know anything about Minecraft. It's a lot easier for them, but it's, Right, and it's easier yeah. for console players and stuff, and, like, Nintendo That's Switch. That's what I mean, like, if yeah, you have exactly. friends that play on consoles in real life that you all so, just want to play together. But I will say, if you have a normal hosted server, there are phone apps that you can use that allow the consoles to play, and that's what we've used basically since day one of Jericho SMP season two, right? And it's never really failed for us. It works really well. Now, I hear people have complaints about doing it that way. Some people change like DNS settings and things like that. I think that might be the only way to do it on Nintendo Switch. The mobile app stuff is not really perfect and it's not great, but it works. It does work. Now, I've absolutely loved being a server owner, I had no idea what it was going to become. Just the blessing that is, and the, I guess it's kind of awarding just knowing that people are enjoying the server. I've had a lot of compliments on Jericho over the years. People like it. And I think it's because of some of these things we've talked about. We limit the drama. We keep it. We have our mission of mostly vanilla. We stick with that. Right. And people do appreciate it that even the people that leave for a while usually end up coming back. I know we had a member from very early on, actually, the one person that was part of that early drama on season two, he left for a while. He just recently came back in and is playing on this season again. You know, so you have that people come and go. But if you have a good server, a lot of times they come back, too, and they do enjoy it. I never thought it was going to become what it has become. I never thought it was going to get this far. I thought it was just a way that you and I could play together. 
when I was on the road or playing the same world. And now it's become this whole thing. Another aspect is applications, right? Taking applications. I think that's helped with some of the randoms and more of the trust of the people that are on the server. They trust since we do that process that their stuff's still going to be there when they log back on. A lot of servers have that problem. I think just knowing who you're letting in and not doing it like I did early on on season two, just let anybody in. That's probably not the way to go. You need to kind of keep track. And we learned that over that season. And we did change it a lot. With that said, if you're interested in Jericho SP, we are accepting applications. So check out our website, join that Discord, the Jericho Discord, and get your application there. Little C, what do you have to say about server ownership? I don't know much about server ownership. The only SMP that I own is just chill with a few friends and we don't really have rules. We kind of just kill each other for funny content on stream. So it's, it's, we have rules and everything like to make it more fun, but it's like nobody even really thinks that there's really, nobody really thinks about the rules because they're just rules that you don't think about, I guess. Right. But that was kind of your mission was just to make content. Yep. On an SMP with some other streamers. Right. And friends, yeah. Right. And this friends, one's more right? just like a show. I'm going to, I've been working on one. This one will actually be more server ownership because I'm working on one back end one for like servers, actual stuff. That'll be an actual server, not a Hypixel SMP. So that way we can do proximity chat and stuff, but it'll be an actual streamer SMP. Yeah. And it'll be only streamers. And if you want to log on to the server, you have to be live streaming to log on. Right. That's awesome. Which is going to be fun. Yeah, that's cool. So if you're a Twitch streamer who wants to join that, join the Blonde Party Discord and just DM me about it. Yeah. Yeah, little C, you're open to DMs, right? Yeah. I'm I open to respond. DMs. I might as, be driving. As BS knows, I might not respond because I think... Yeah, I he ignores a lot of people. Because I think I respond in my head because I'll make out the message and I look at it and I'm like, okay, I got to think about this. And then I think about it and then I think I respond and I just never check it. And don't take it personal. He does it to me too. And I no, might I, actually need an answer. No, I do it to be us on purpose. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I I don't know what else to say about server ownership. I was hoping to get listeners. So make sure you guys are watching out for whatever the topic is. I think we're talking about next week's topic. We might do something a little different. So keep an eye out on that. Now it's time for the past week in Minecraft. All info from Minecraft.net. All right. We got a couple of change logs here. Nothing major, really. There is some controversy again. Go figure. But the first one is not controversial. It's Minecraft Bedrock 1.20.15. It was a stable release. At the time it released, it was only for Xbox, PlayStation, and Android. Came out Wednesday, August 16th, 2023. There were some fixes. Fixed the top crash that could occur during gameplay. Thanks for that change log. I'm glad they told us what the crash, you know, what caused it. Hmm. And also fixed a bug related to some packs not being available to purchase successfully from the marketplace. Oh no, gotta fix that. Oh no, gotta fix it. We can't make money. We gotta make money. That's all we care about the game now. It's just making money. Oh no, we have to fix that right away. All right. Next one was Minecraft Bedrock Beta and Preview 1.20.30.22. Came out Thursday, August 17th, 2023. Now, they do have a little note and update on the 1.20.20 because whatever happened to that? Right. We haven't seen a stable release for that at all. So they said, thank you for to all who participated in the 1.20.20 Minecraft preview and betas. We have a lot of exciting fixes and features prepared 
but aren't quite ready to release these to everyone just yet. So we are continuing with the 1.20.30 preview and betas, and when we are ready, we'll have a combined update that is slightly larger than usual. So they're just waiting around till they get it all done. I kind of like that idea. Less actual updates and make sure you fix everything first. Do you agree with that, little C? Yeah, I think they just need to just fix stuff. I don't I don't know. The change logs are good so the community can be interactive, I guess, with the game development. But it seems like half the time they just do things just to release a change log. Well, yeah. Like the crash things, we don't really need to hear about that they fixed a crash that nobody knows about. To me, it's kind of useless. Yeah, I suppose. But you have to have the betas and previews so they can find these things. I think it is a good way. That way they don't have to spend hours and hours. And they'll definitely miss stuff if you have your own game testers. So when you open it to the community, it finds a lot of that stuff. But I do like the idea of waiting to release the stable release until a lot of the betas and previews. I like the larger stable release and just less of them, if that makes sense. All right, there were some changes in this beta and preview. Updated play screen. The play screen is being updated with improved navigation, responsive worlds components, and a new look and feel. The work on the play screen is still in progress since a couple of features are missing, but we would love to hear your feedback. And there's a link there. We will have all these change logs linked in our description, and then you can get that link from those. And they released the Minecraft food item component out of experimental in the JSON formats 1.20.30 and higher. So now I can do more with food, I think. That's a good thing. Added Minecraft interact button item component to enable and set text on the interact button in JSON formats 1.20.30 and above. There were some fixes in this beta and preview. Calibrated skulk sensors, amethyst crystal now lights up alongside the rest of the block during its active phase. Hanging signs placed with commands now have the proper hitbox. Fixed to bedrock dedicated servers memory leak while loading chunks. Changed recipes unlock game rule to be enabled by default. This means that recipe unlocking will be enabled by default when creating a new world, but it can still be toggled off in the advanced settings. Exi I don't like that. I don't like the crafting table unlocking thing. Right, but it you can me. just turn it off, but by yeah. default, it's on. That's what they decided. Existing worlds are not affected by this change, so if you already have a world, you're not going to have to worry about it anyways. And, of course, there's many more. Check out our description for the link. And we have a Java snapshot here. 23W33A, Thursday, August 17th, 2023. All right, this is the big one. Player name and skin reporting. Player skins and names can now be reported in the social interaction screen. If a skin or name is reported and found to be violating the community standards, our team of human moderators can action in a few ways. Ban the skin from being used by any player. Ban the name from being used by any player. Suspend the player from online play in the case of repeated offenses. So I hmm. I think this change is good at surface level, but it's an iceberg. Okay, so, so we had this conversation with chat moderation before, right? Did it become this major thing that everybody was talking about? 
It really didn't. It didn't, but my issue is with this, with especially with names, because Minecraft Java Edition is a whole culture of name collecting. Right. And, like, some names. So I had the name Mojang underscore sucks for a while. That could be removed. It's just a joke. I have it because it's funny right. to have the name Mojang sucks on while playing the game made by Mojang. But it's that that name, theoretically, let's say someone at Mojang's like, oh, I don't like that. That hurt my feelings. Oh, no. So then they just take it away. And to me, it's it, it's fine, but it can be easily abused. And with any reporting system, big content creators and things like that might have issues as well as people might targeted attacks towards people. Yeah, I think you have that anywhere. You have that on social media. You think of X, right? And they've kind of opened it up where they have a lot less of that reporting and censorship and stuff. It's all based on who's doing the moderating, right? Who's getting the reports and who's moderating it. And it is based somewhat subjective on that person, whoever's in charge of that. So if you have a company that might have the same values as you, there's no problem. But if they have opposite values of you, it becomes a problem, right? And that that's the that is a bigger topic in general about freedom of speech, freedoms to do things, moderation. We've had that in server ownership before. On this particular one, I see this as everybody screaming the sky is falling. It's just like no last one's gonna time. care about it. Everyone will forget about it tomorrow. Exactly. I don't think it's, it's gonna, be gonna be that be big, big of a deal. deal. It's just annoying that it's there. I agree. I, I for instance, right? I'm bearded sloth, so my initials are BS. I have a giant BS on my skin. That could be considered offensive, right? Against the community standards. Might and be. The issue is with the things they've changed with EULA and community standards and stuff recently with content stuff along with just other things. It's becoming more and more less of a sandbox of freedom. At the same time, though, does that come with growth? Because it's such a huge thing that they you have to bring in limitations because of that. It, when it was a smaller community, it was a little easier to let things go. But when you're literally affecting half of the world here, you know, you have some power and with great power comes great responsibility, right? I guess. And I guess there's a part of that. Anyways, that's enough about player skins and moderating and all that. It, let's get on with the other changes they made. These shouldn't be as controversial. Sponges and wet sponges now have their own custom sounds. Nope, that's very controversial. I'm very <laughs> mad, angry. They should not have their own sounds because I don't like the squishy sound that's that they hilarious. make. And it annoys me. So I am very offended now and I'm going to go cancel them on Twitter. Uh, oh, wait. See? There but, is no Twitter. Nope. The calculations to determine whether a mob can attack a player or other mobs have been changed. Added the narrator hotkey accessibility option. Allows the narrator to be toggled on and off with control plus B. This annoys me because I will accidentally hit it 24-7 because I accidentally hit that when I'm holding down the sprint key control. And if you look at your keyboard, B is close to V, N, and M, which I use for custom hotkeys for some mods. So it gets annoying. <laughs> and then somebody just, the narrator starts talking to you. 
I love it. Added, I want to report them. Player reporting category. I want to report BS because he has a BS yeah. on his shirt. It's offensive. A change has been reverted where armor trim patterns would be masked by the underlying armor texture. The calculations to determine whether a mob can attack a player or other mobs have been changed. Previously, a mob's horizontal width was used to determine their attack reach and their height had no effect. The area where a mob can attack is now their bounding box extended in horizontal directions. The charts on the debug screen can now be toggled with F3 plus 1, F3 plus 2. Yeah, okay. So this is all like pie chart or FPS and TPS and bandwidth and ping instead of holding shift, alt, or control while opening the screen. And some fixes here, just a few wrong attack radius calculations Calculation damages slash kills entities through blocks and corners. Armor trims no longer render their second layer. Narrator hotkey cannot be customized or disabled. Those were the problems. They fixed those. And of course, there's many more to out the change logs and the link in our description. All right, let's get on to what we've been up to in this past week. So I did lots of trucking this week, both in real life and American Truck Sim. Which one did... Okay, here's the question. Which one did you do more of? I don't want to answer that. I think they're really close to even, honestly. Okay, that's sad that you... That's scary. Because you drive for 11 hours a day. Like, you drive for like 10, 11 hours a day something. Yeah, I guess I wasn't playing quite that. But there was one day I had to wait for my truck to be loaded. It took five hours. And I played that whole five hours. So you just... You just miss the road so much I when do. you're not driving. You have to do a so, video game. With that said, I've been playing a lot of that, but that's not what this podcast is about. Maybe on the After Hours show, we'll talk about that. Uh, I decided that Thursday is going to be my dedicated Minecraft day. Make sure that I set aside time for Minecraft. And I spent that evening, Thursday night, getting these show notes ready. That's part of it. And then I headed into Jericho as a P. Can you believe it? I played Minecraft. Shocking. Played Jericho as a P. And I started gathering and picking out a plot for my tiny house for the contest we got going on. So I've started doing that, figuring out what materials I need. I do need to get some more. Now, this is an event that Holy Bookworm's leading up. And I think I only have until the end of the month. So I got to get on this. I do have a good idea. I'm not going to say it out loud. But it didn't, it wasn't totally my idea. You kind of helped me out. You're with it, welcome. Thing. Yep, exactly. That's pretty much what I've been up to. I mean, it's trucking and a lot of truck sim and a little bit of Minecraft. So my week, I've played a decent amount of Minecraft. I did Minecraft Hardcore, a little stream world, and I built a nice farmhouse and got a cool base. And I'm enjoying that. It's actually, I actually built a house that kind of has a kind of functioning interior. Shocking. It has more space than three, two blocks on the interior and still looks good. And I made a be right back screen on OBS Studio, which is cool. So now, and it automatically plays my clips on my Twitch channel. So if I need to go like make food or something or go to the bathroom, I can hit that and it'll just play clips for nice. a little while. So that's nice. And then I upgraded my computer. Yay. I put maybe on the show notes because I made these show notes Thursday night and I had right. all the stuff for them. But I didn't know if you have a, if what how long it would take or anything. Yeah, yes. it's all fancy. I gave myself 
three heart attacks because the first time I went to go boot up the computer, it didn't boot up. It's like, hey, the graphics card isn't. It's I didn't have it plugged in all the power for the graphics card, the PCIe. Uh, I didn't have it plugged in. I didn't because I had to take the graphics card out to have more room right. to put in and everything. And then so I did that, and then I booted it on, and I'm like, the RGB is not working at all on the fans or anything. And I'm like, why is this not working? So RGB connectors are these little four metal bar things, tiny, tiny things. And there's an arrow on one side, but you don't always have that arrow like on the motherboard. It has it on the cable, but not the motherboard. So I didn't know which way. So I just had to reverse that, plug it in. Yay, RGB. So now I got it all working and good. And I think we'll, we're going to have to talk about that on the After Hours show, too. Yeah, I definitely need to look yeah. into upgrading a GPU because an i9. But, so tell me, so you did this upgrade. How's Minecraft working? Um, Because my GPU is so not bad, but low-end GPU. What is yours? Uh, RTX 2060. Okay. That's low-end. Yep. And it so there's bottlenecking, which usually happens with GPUs being too powerful compared to the CPU, but it's almost reversed. So my CPU will be running at like 30% usage while my GPU is over there at 100. So there's so much more power, but it'll be nice because OBS uses a lot of CPU to have a lot of browser sources and stuff and just running general computer stuff it'll be nice nice anything else in minecraft or anything you said your farmhouse did you play any jericho too much i haven't no i i played jericho a few weeks ago and did the tiny house and that's been right. it yeah all right that's pretty much all we've been up to we've got exciting stuff we're gonna go to tonight actually saturday night so that's fun maybe we can talk a little bit about that next week and probably a lot of it on the After Hours show. Now it's time for... Do, 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 do. Listener questions! Our first question comes from Holy Bookworm. What, in your opinion, is the most useless thing in Minecraft and the real world? Alright, so in Minecraft, I'm going to say the compass. Do you really need to know where your spawn point is or your bed or whatever? I don't. You I have don't to have know. a compass so you can make a respawn compass, though. So... I guess it just doesn't really serve any purpose for me. I can't remember the last time I used a compass. And in real life, I'd say the invention of peanut butter. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here comes the haters, the peanut butter lovers. I'm going to get canceled. Exactly. I'm going to get canceled now. Yeah, I don't like peanut butter. Fun fact about me. Yeah. I have an answer for both. Bearded sloth. Hey, hey, hey. Just kidding. Kind of. In Minecraft, I would say phantoms. Do we really need phantoms? No. I hate phantoms. Phantoms are the worst mob in Minecraft. The worst thing in Minecraft. Worst thing ever added in Minecraft. All because of the communities. Like, hey, we should have a flying mob. No. Get rid of stinking phantoms. And in real life, you stole my answer. Peanut butter. That stuff is gross. I also don't like peanut butter. I don't mind it tiny amount of it I have to be honest with you but it's eh. when I made these show notes I didn't even read yours I just copied and pasted whatever you sent me I had no idea you had the same answer till just this moment that's hilarious actually uh yeah I don't mind maybe if there's a tiny 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 amount of peanut butter in something but I don't like the flavor of it yeah all right well there you go all right Thank you for that question, Holy Bookworm. Next question comes from the number one goon, otherwise known as Gbao. If Minecraft was a horror game, who would make 
the best secret antagonist. I feel Minecraft is already a horror game. Play on moody brightness and shaders if you can. That already makes the game terrifying. Just seeing a zombie or creeper in a cave is scary with those graphic settings. And if you want to make it a real horror game, go to the deep dark. There you go. You yeah, don't. That is it, scary. You don't have to make it into a horror game. It already is a horror game. So I'm not very big-brained here, so I had to look up the definition of antagonist. And according to Google, it is a noun, and it is a person who actively opposes or is hostile to someone or something, an adversary. An example here is he turned to confront his antagonist. I'm pretty sure Bearded Sloth GPT was not working on this day. I did not use GPT for this one. So... Once I knew the definition of what that big fancy word meant, I'd have to think it's the chicken. It's got to be the chicken. They always seem so innocent, but deep down, they seem like they're everywhere. I think they might be a spy or something. Chickens aren't real. They're a spy by Mojang. Yeah, that's it. They're they're <laughs> like little cameras, uh, hidden cameras or something. That That's how uh, they're getting us. Chickens in real life hit yeah. me. Yeah, no, that just, too. Just a singular rude rooster who tried to kill me. Wasn't that it? It was the chickens versus the pigs in season two. It was the chickens Jericho. versus the pigs. And guess who won? Nobody. The world just got nuked. That's right. It's World War Three. All right. Thank you for that question. We need more questions. Keep them coming. I think we're running out. Definitely get us tons of questions in that channel on our Discord. Now it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show, Holy Bookworms Joke of the Week. Why does Waldo always wear a striped shirt? Because he doesn't want to be spotted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I wonder how many younger generation actually know who Waldo is. Doesn't everyone know? It's just iconic. I don't know. I, I know. But I grew up with them, so I, I don't know. Anyways, that was a great joke. Thank you for that, Holy Bookworm. Before we log off, it's time to gather our Minecraft friends and invite your fellow players to help us spread the Block Party podcast by sharing our awesome Discord community, checking out our YouTube channel, downloading our free add-on packs, and unlocking exclusive content as a subscriber at theblockpartymc.com. We want to hear from you. We love your comments and questions. You can email us at contact at theblockpartymc.com or leave us a voicemail or text us at 1-260-222-7240. Thank you for being here. We truly appreciate it. Make sure to tell everyone about The Block Party, a Minecraft podcast. I'm Bearded Sloth, and now I gotta eat my coffee. And I'm Little C, and I'm gonna go steal some doors. <laughs>